we're rolling. Rolling. Hey, look. Hello, Brett. Hey there, Paul. Hey, it's Paul from New Spark and Brett from... Sales quarterback. How are we doing today? That's right. It's a good time of year for that, too. Quarterback, right? Yes. So, um, tis the season. Tis the season. At least when you're we're recording this anyway. But um, anyway, so thanks for joining our stream. And today... Um, you know, we talked about sales last week and we have a lot of different topics, but one thing that sales and marketing both do together, um, especially with longer buying cycle clients is email, right? Correct. We're always doing emails. We're always doing emails. And um, it's, a, it's a strategy for sure, right? And there's a, a ton of strategies, right? You know, Right. Yeah, you can either make good ones or bad ones or in between, but you certainly are doing them and why not be good at it? So that's today's topic is something that's effective, right? Well, uh, to be honest, a lot of research says that cold email, we're going to use that, um, is uh, can be effective with the right messaging and the right audience and things like that. But there's, of course, um, I mean, really, we're talking about like two kinds of email marketing strategies, let's say, right? Yeah. One is um, downloading lists, verifying them, and using uh, an email program that allows you to send emails, you know, blasts, things like that, you know, through cold lists based on your target audience. They don't know who you are, right, Brett? It's interruption marketing. There's no brand, right? Yeah. So talking cold email still? Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's basically saying, well, you're in our audience. We have a problem solving message. Are you interested enough to open and maybe click right now? It takes some time to do that, but it is, you know, what I call the, one of the three pillars of lead gen strategy, right? Search mm -hmm. engines, inbound, outbound, right? What is outbound? You know, you've got telemarketing, you've got emails, you've got both, right? You know, but there's a, a science and an art <laughs> behind cold outreach versus the other kind of email, which is, you know, we talked about before about driving leads, not through cold, but through advertising, through search, where you might get the ebooks and the lead magnets and newsletters, right? Opt-in type strategy. Yeah. Why do you think, Brett, you know, when the, a lot of websites and clients we have, you know, you researching and you get a pop up sometimes, right? Right. Oh, you know, like, me. <laughs> well, they could, but they also work at the same time for people to say, oh, I'll take that ebook. All right. Here's my email address, right? No matter how you do it, you're trying to promote trust, of course, and credibility and things like that, right? Because it's all, again, about a website we talked about before. About yeah. Trying to, to kill some business. of those websites to like wait for me to read anything before well, they put that pop up. Well, that's called exit intel. That's what most of them are. So, but listen, um, everything can be tested, right? Sure. <clears throat> well, the point is, it's not really about that. It's about <clears throat> opt-in emails, opt-in names that say, I'll take that knowing I'm going to get other emails. So that the email programs like Content Contact and MailChimp and others mm -hmm. that are more traditional, even HubSpot, they like that. That's the whole idea is drive leads and landing pages to give lead magnets. Then you do these email nurture programs or funnels 
because somebody signed up for something. You see it on Facebook all the time. Oh, look, here's an offer. Here's this. Here's that. You know, I I just downloaded a like a like a checklist matrix for something, and yeah, thought it was interesting. Then I went to look at it, right? And guess what? I'm getting emails every day. Well, you talked about strategy before, so I mean, we're the overall goal, of course, is to get where you have an actual engagement with sales. In the meantime, you're you, you I don't know what are the strategies you've got. A couple buckets of, of I mean, how do you go about normally setting up a strategy? Well, you gotta, you know, first of all, you the big picture of any kind of messaging is building trust and credibility by um, what I call a PSO strategy, which is problem solution offer, right? Yeah. That's really the big theme of all marketing anyway. We know your problem. We research your problem. We might have a solution and the offer could be the magnet or it could be a demo, a trial, you know, an assessment, whatever it is, right? But somewhere along the way, you're giving really good content, insights from other places or blogs. And, you know, you, you're just trying to continue to agitate the problems that they have because that's, you know, if if it's cold or if it's through a lead magnet, it's similar really because, well, for the cold side, you kind of want them to download the magnets because they never heard of you, but maybe they're interested in a topic where the people who download the magnet, I mean, that's the yeah, you hope you're fishing, right? I mean, sometimes you, you hope you're catching their interest with a problem that they might have. I mean, you can't know because it's cold, right? So. You don't know, right? And that's why you need a lot of frequency. You know, listen, are people going to unsubscribe? Sure. Are people going to give you the finger, you know, write the finger in their emails? Sure, I get them. But, um, that would be hysterical. You know, stop, so stop. I'm literally sending you the finger. Right, right. You know, they, they should have, every email tool should have a finger emoji. That <laughs> it's just a, a thumbs up or the finger. <laughs> right, right. So the finger can be like a, you know, an automatic unsubscribe, you know, with the, with the finger instead of just writing unsubscribe, you have the finger, right? Yeah. So, but we're being funny here. You but got the next idea. I think that's the next million dollar idea. No, I think so. It's that different emojis. <laughs> you know, I always thought like when you're driving and someone's like tailgating you, you have the left brake light and the right brake light, they should have the F finger light. Yeah. You know, but anyway, it's another story. So, I mean, <laughs> just to break this down for maybe spoon feed it out a little bit. So if someone's wanting to create an effective email, email campaign, what, what are maybe some of the tools or process they should use to just get going on it? Let's just say they wanted to try it themselves. Yeah, well, again, well, we go through the tech setup, but let's assume that's done and we help clients do that anyway. You know, you always have to warm up emails and use different domains for cold anyway. But um, but from a message standpoint, again, you know, there's all these different styles. You know, everybody has their own style, but really but you want to be somewhat personable, but also give some insights. Don't be too long, but enough to whet the appetite, you know, show a case study show that you understand the problem, you know, like and agitate a little bit. Yeah, I know this is happening to you. Is this happening? Well, you know, there's a lot of solutions out there. You might want to consider one that we have or whatever it is, because we're the ones who blank, you know, the whether the value proposition is. You really just have to make a list of different topics and different themes. I do it all the time. Sometimes, you know, this video might be a, a you know, an email, right? Because we're giving away thought leadership on some topics. So, right. Um, you know, include, you know, maybe you would do want to include video in your emails. But the point, though, is, um, 
you know, someone's going to be opening it, you know, your test subject lines, A-B testing is always important, right? You know, if you have enough to, to work on to say, to test different subject lines, but, um, but, you know, everybody's like A-B testing line. That's basically a fancy word for did it work or not. Right? No, well, one might work. Like one might say, you know, so here's an example. If one subject line was, here's a guide to sales engagement, um, free download. And the other one might say, um, are you communicating to your prospects properly? See what I mean? One's broader. Yeah. You don't know it's a guide. The other one, you already know it's a guide, right? So maybe the one that is kind of more general will have a higher open rate, right? But then they might say, oh, I don't really need this, but I opened it. So sometimes it's deceptive, but uh, but that's where you not just of... creating one message and then being done with it. Obviously, you want to create it and then keep testing and poking at it to make sure, sure you get you're constantly improving. And then obviously, life keeps changing. I mean, the trends change. So things that used to probably get opens maybe don't anymore, and, and they'll go stale. And so you need to kind of keep on that, right? So. So if someone's like, I, I guess I'm just saying, that, like, let's say if someone's listening to this and they say, hey, I, I want to get an email campaign going, what are just some of the general tools out there that they should at least be thinking about? Well, like it's, well, like I said, you're talking tools, but you're talking. I know. I'm just trying to make it practical well, for somebody. If, if, it's, if it's cold, you need um, an email program that, like, I used to resell one that lets you do cold email. Mm -hmm. um, create a new domain. So you need the, your host to set that up, right? Because you don't want to hurt the reputation of your current domain. And you want to, you know, have a warm up tool that does basically a warm up tool basically takes that new email address and kind of does fake back and forths. So okay. that uh, the powers that be the internet police say, Hey, this is an active email. And people are um, responding to it. So we don't think it's spam. So we'll let it go. Right? I um, see. You know, and then you have, you know, programs like Mailgun, Amazon SES, and SendGrid, and things that allow you to connect your email, your domain email to um, a larger email sending tool, right? Which Gmail yeah. and um, Outlook basically are not. Okay? Right. Because they're just too small, yeah. right? They're not really meant for this. So, and then, of course, then you have the list itself, right? You know, there's so many brokers out there now. You know, the Zoom Info is most popular, but most expensive. Don and Bradstreet, you know, is big. You know, Data Axle, Uplead I use. And, um, you know, then there's Seamless AI if you want to get them off LinkedIn. And, you know, I'm not going to promote LinkedIn scraping one way or another. That's right. up to you. I mean, it's we have there whether you talk about it or not. But. You know, it's all depends on philosophy. But in the list. And then, then, then a verifying tool where they verify it within the email list or, you know, you kind of have it and you... Um, you know, you can, um, you know, put it through those online verifying tools. So they have a lot of things there. In fact, if you have a current CRM, if you have old names there, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes with clients say, well, maybe some people are still interested. So we do a reactivation campaign. But some of those emails might be old. Some people may have new jobs. So you go to Salesforce, whatever, download old contacts. I'll put them in verification if they're still there. You know, send them a test message or two. I'll try to re-engage them. You know, so there's so many different, you know, strategies to, um, you know, reach out to people who you might have downloaded or gotten through trade shows or whatever your sources were. But, um, but you know, that's uh, um, just part of the 
the technical setup, yeah, right? The so, technical piece, which yeah, you know, you can muddle through that, and as long as you're careful, like like what you're saying, and verification, and then play around with your subject lines, play around with testing. I guess maybe there again for someone who's not sure, what kind of information can you find out behind the scenes on an email? Meaning like open. Well, know, that's just a general. Right. That's just a general metrics, right? You know, like we talked about before. You know, you can look at those things for reporting, um, but there's also you know what pages they visited, and that you can get that through Google Analytics if you tag links. But you know, the big picture is what did you know? Did that person you know engage at all? Did they convert? You know, or um, if they clicked and didn't convert, there's some tools like we use that. You can actually have an SDR call when people click on a link, right? Because that means there might be some engagement. They're just not ready to make the appointment yet. So, I mean, these are all, that's what you call, as you know, Brad, like what you coach on is like the sales engagement, right? You know, because that, the, I mean, the thing about it, there's really two kinds of like email programs, let's just say. One is the lead magnet to marketing, which continues to try to nurture people. But then, Hey, listen, if somebody engages, downloads a guide, you know, does a demo, whatever it is, then all of a sudden now sales has to engage with them a little bit to see if we can get them from, you know, the consideration to desire. We already know they have a problem, right? So that's where, you know, we talk about weeds with clues and things like that. Right. To send them, um, because you already know they have a problem because they've engaged, right? But they're not ready to buy yet. And that's where, you know, the sales process comes in, as you know. I mean, you know, you talk about the difference between, um, you know, a marketing message, which is a little more thought leadership-ish and, you know, but still problems and, you know, explain things. And then, you know, you guys take over and sales to, with marketing's help, of course, to, exactly. uh, to try to continue that engagement message, you know. So um, I, I've seen um, uh, just a, a uh, word that I thought maybe you could explain here a little bit, uh, cadence. Um, what, what does someone mean by that? What, what are we, what are we trying to get at there? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about a cadence. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, um, no, you I mean, probably. really, really it's, um, you know, cadence, you know, it's, a, um, a cadence is a, now they call it a funnel as well, you know, things like that, or an email sequence depending what marketing automation tool you use but um it's all about um putting together a logical compelling um string of messages right typically they're emails but obviously when you get in more to the sales engagement and things like that and so it might be a mix of calls um you know salespeople sdrs aren't calling contacts to have them download guides right you know, they're, they're trying to make appointments, you know, so the code appointment sure. is a little tough, right, to get people. But like I said, if if SDRs are calling contacts who downloaded guides, or it's a totally it, different deal. It's a little more, phone book, right? yeah, it's a little more of a closer sale. But, um, but yeah, so a cadence, you know, you just kind of plan that out, you know, every, you send something every day, you know, you could, you know, or every other day, um, some people may get pissed off, right? You know, that you're sending them too many messages. Um, but, um, but you know, some people are more aggressive because not everybody reads every email and you want to catch them. 
So I think you have to be strategic. Like if you're an opt-in and you want to get information, you might get something almost every day with a tip, right? Not a long email, just a tip of to continue further that, like, especially if it's, um, you know, something that, you know, if it's software or whatever it is, and, you know, especially if they sign up for a trial of something and you keep giving them tips about why your program's so good that hopefully they become a buyer. So that every, you know, every business has its own message cadence, right? Depending on. Sounds like it depend on the message too. I mean, if you're trying to send a newsletter out, maybe that'd be monthly, or if you're like, you're saying tips could have a higher, much higher frequency and not be annoying. Cause I think we all get that at some point you get too many emails and then I start to go, all right, how do I get out of this? I'm sick of too many, too much. I know. I know. You know, I bet there's a lot of contradiction out there when you have a company have their own salespeople trying to do all this sales engagement and follow up, and then we're trying to sell them something, and they're saying, "Oh, I just unsubscribe. I don't want to get that." Well, you're doing <laughs> right. it yourself, right? So they're telling their own salespeople to call and reach out to everybody, and then at the same time, they don't like it themselves. <laughs> I know. Is that funny? I'm it sure. is an irony of that. But I mean, it's part of. It sounds like it's part of an overall sales and marketing strategy plan a cadence makes some sense to be able to say, Hey, you know, from the time you've first contact when they've downloaded a lead magnet, hit them with this information and then maybe wait, you know, a couple days and then hit with this. And, you know, even with proposal, like that, that's something that I think is underused is once someone's you provided someone with a proposal, they should still be part of the marketing outreach program, but it would be slightly different. Yeah, it doesn't need to be, hey, make an appointment because they've already had an appointment. It could be, hey, here's some new information that's just irrelevant to our company that you might not know. Yeah. Well, here's something I tried recently, I although I still haven't heard back. Like, uh, you know, in sales, I mean, the dreaded check-in email, right? Right. Um, you know, but I, you know, I just put down, you know, I've been anticipating getting started so i've been you know or my off time in researching your industry and learning the verbiage so because i'm eager to get started and you know getting a head start and learning more about your business you know so whatever you know so but it just shows that there's an enthusiasm that you're uh trying to you know learn again that goes back to trust again that oh he's just sending that versus just you know we're still researching other vendors well, okay. Well, no one's going to be as funny as I am. That's hard. It's tough. <laughs> so, you set a tough, high standard there. Yeah, the yeah. Puns and I mean, well, no one else can do a pun like Paul. That's right. That's right. You want you want a pun in your marketing plan? You come to me. <laughs> to you. Right. So you know, I guess you know we, we kind of talk. I mean, it's like anything in life. It, it always sort of sort of matters, and it, it can be vague that way. But you know, maybe if you just want to kind of summarize that process that you see as important here on someone to either get started um yeah i mean there's a lot to talk about but the bottom line for anything is know your audience segment them if you can have and for each segment audience really understand what their needs are you don't have to cover every need for every message um but you know have a theme for each message and then decide the style of should it be a case study? Should it be something in the industry? Should it be, you know, mix it up so it's not all the same all the time? You know, right. here's, a, here's an article from Gartner or Forestry you might be interested in, you know, that kind of thing. It takes some time to do that from, you know, but it's, um, or you're just trying to, you know, um, 
this ebook, if you're still in the market for it, we have a lot of value in here and here's some of the things you might learn, you know, that kind of thing. You know, and then go, you know, clicks are going to go to landing pages, whether it's a, um, you know, a demo, whatever it is. And that, of course, that has to be powerful as well with testimonials and all that. I mean, really, it's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's just, you know, and then when you get them, you know, everything is about make me click, make me open, make me read, make me make me submit information. Now, the funny thing with cold email, obviously, is you already have their contact info. Right. That's true. You know, but you're still filling out a form anyway, because then, you know, they're interested. Right. Um, just trying to inch them along a little bit. Yeah. Although a lot of times people just email back and say, let's talk. Right. So, um, but, um, you know, then you send them back a message. Okay. Let's plan a call. Then you don't hear from them. Ah, being funny, but that happens too. Right. It's frustrating. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, just, um, you're on your phone all the time, aren't you? Well, for you me, can't it, personally though. You brought up, you know, warming up a domain email, yeah. which I hadn't really thought about, you know, which keeps you from, you yeah. found these out the hard way, I'm sure, you know, if, or at least you can that did. And then uh, it's all part of having a good um, strategy. Yeah. You know, so from, the, the message, minimal links, because again, from the cold standpoint, um, like optimize deliverability and trying to limit spam. It's hard to track spam, but you know that if it's a good email, not that many images, don't use the word free and it or something like that <laughs> and double exclamation points and all those things, because they're all the, these things pick that stuff up. You know, I mean, they're trying to protect their servers, so they don't know what I mean, these servers don't know it's cold. You're just telling them, you know, they're all opt ins or sometimes you do that. But um but you just got to be careful no matter how you look at it. Um, that's what you're doing cold campaigns. Now, opt-ins is a different story because they, they're expecting your messages. So, but that's okay. it. You know, there's more to talk about, but that's a high level look at, um, you know, email marketing strategy and, you know, how to do it and, you know, and metrics and things like that, because it's still about um, getting people to pay attention because they have problems. And then if we can encourage them to go the next step to sales, right? It makes your job easier, Brad. Good point. Okay, well, I think we've got about 20 minutes or so in here, information. So um, have a good afternoon there, Paul. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody, or watching. Thank you, everybody. Doing. Okay. Bye-bye.